Hello, good afternoon, good evening, good uh, whatever time zone you're in. Have a good time zone ahead of you. Anyways, I'm gonna stop being myself and just gonna get to something really important. Um, there's a topic that is a topic in the CMA part two. It's called foreign currency transactions. So. Um, let me just break this for you. So this is um, like I haven't noticed any journal entries so far. Like I know when you're doing your first year, second year in accounting, third year in accounting and financial accounting at, as the levels go up, you get a lot of general entries that you have to kind of format according to dates and context of the story of the question. Right. So that is not happening in part two. Um, so number section is just financial ratios analysis. You, you have to know the ratios and they're pretty descriptive by name and you have to understand them. You can't just know them because there's so many to memorize. So you have to know them by how to applying, apply them. So the only way you can get good at that is just by doing a lot of variation of ratio analysis questions in the multiple choice section. And yeah, um, I want to clarify that this is something I noticed so far in the section A is that like foreign currencies got transactions. So it's got general entries that you have to account for. So why don't we just do a problem if uh, we may do a problem right now. So let me just open the problem format right now. Just give me a second. So give me, let me get you get give you some context on the foreign currency. Foreign currency is basically when two foreign independent corporations are transacting within on uh, different jurisdiction of the globe. Like for example, I'm in the UK and you're in the US. So um, I'm selling you an uh, inventory item that is, let's say like one pound and the conversion rate for the day I sell you that one item of inventory is going to be like uh, 1.45 US dollars, let's say. It's probably going to be around 156 USD, depending on the day and rate of exchange. So closer to, let's just pick an average number, 1.52 USD per pound of item that I'm selling you. So... The thing to notice is that uh, for those type of questions, you have to know two, three different things to solving those questions. You have to know the spot rate and you have to know what is happening. Like if you're purchasing, are you writing the invoice on the day that you purchase or are you paying the invoice or are you just declaring a purchase? You know, these kind of things you have to notice, you know, because based on that, they're going to ask you for different journal entries. And I'm I'm not an expert yet, but like I'm just teaching this to myself before um as a way of podcasting to revise it in the form of a question. So it becomes easier and second nature for me when I go write the exam or use it at work, you know. So when the company has a payable or a receivable uh, denominated in a foreign currency, the transaction transaction has to be recorded in, in the financial statements in the company's currency. Therefore, whenever a financial statement is published, any gains or losses caused by changes in the exchange rate are recorded as 
adjustment to the affected balance sheet accounts on the income statement okay so like i said um depending on the spot rate if you're gonna get a higher than what your purchase value day spot rate was if the rate has dropped down let's say you're making a sale to a different customer um in the us and the rate has dropped down to like two cents and you have like an inventory purchase of like ten thousand, then you're losing like 200 bucks you know um not two cents but like 20 cents i guess so you're 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 losing 200 bucks so that would be like uh so that would be for your case it would be if it's a $200 loss, so let me just confirm the answer for my space. Um, it would be an unrealized, unrealized loss, right? Like it would be a loss of unreal, of uh, unrealized nature. Um, so you would uh, do do an unrealized foreign currency loss. No, no, no. I want to be unrealized because uh, unrealized, we use that word for gains. So realized for... So see that, like, just by doing this, I'm making all the mistakes in the book. So now next time I know that unrealized foreign currency is used for gains only. And realized foreign currency loss of $200. So that would be your first entry. Debit that, like, because your spot rate went down from um, 154 dollars uh, 154 usd per one pound to 152 so you have an inventory amount of ten thousand so it's going to go down to two hundred dollars realized foreign currency loss for your first um transaction that you're dealing with you know so um let's say now that it's time that you pay the invoice and on that day the spot rate is 153 right and the value of the receivable is now um receivable is still i'm going to set it at ten thousand for your purchase inventory receivable um and then it's going to be like 151 1.15 dollars usd per pound it's going to times that by ten thousand you're going to get 15 15 thousand and a hundred the currency loss from the original so let's set an original um let's just set an original let me just give you some more context so recording the transaction transition recorded at the equivalent amount in the firm's currency of recording record record at the spot rate in effect on the transaction date so when you're recording the transaction the spot rate in effect on that date would be whatever. So you would record a general entry of debit accounts receivable at the current spot rate and credit uh, credit revenue at the current spot rate. So next uh, context I'm gonna give you is that each balance sheet date, the receivable should be adjusted to its amount in the currency of record as of the balance sheet date using the spot rate in effect on that date so i already explained that you would use the spot rate in effect of that general entry that you're making i'm going to repeat that debit accounts receivable at the current spot rate and uh, credit revenue at the current spot rate the exchange rate gain or loss in recorded in the income statement 
as a non-operating item. So, okay, it's so a gain or loss would actually go into the income statement non-operating items as the non-operating items. Okay, so that clarifies that balance sheet accounts, general entries, and then there's in in income statement account general entries. So, okay, first we have the balance sheet date entry. So like I said, the balance, balance sheet date entry is the spot rate at hand on that date, um, debit accounts receivable, and credit foreign currency gain or any amount that you're adjusting for. Same thing goes with the debit accounts receivable or any amount of adjustment. Okay, now we're going to move into the fourth tier context on uh, the date of payout received. So now that's what's going to determine your if you're gaining or losing on the spot rate differentiation, um, differential, right? So difference, you can call it. Um, gain or loss needs to be recognized to bring the receivable up to its current value as of the date payment is, is received. So debit cash at the amount it got received and credit accounts receivable at the final valuation. Okay, I'm going to repeat that. So this is at the date of payout received. So the pay, payment received, payout received, whatever you want to call it, Gain or loss needs to be recognized to bring the receivable up to its um, current current value as of the date payment is received. So debit with cash amount received. Um, we are going to set that amount received for five thousand, or like we already set it up to ten thousand, I guess. So we'll keep it at ten thousand and credit accounts receivable at the final valuation of the original price of ten thousand that we're getting the inventory for. Let's just say we're buying inventory. Um, from our supplier in the US and they're doing the conversion of the foreign currency exchange, you know. And do not mix this with transfer pricing because I'm pretty sure that's something different and uh, it's used in uh, departmental contacts, not uh, in a foreign currency exchange where their companies are making transactions. Transfer pricing is uh, different. So we'll get to that road when we get there but right now just know that transfer pricing are different and foreign currency is a different ball game so okay now let's do an actual example okay example number one a u.s company makes makes a sale to a uk company and the sale is denominated in british pounds the price is ten thousand dollars the u.s company issues the invoice in the amount of 10,000 pounds. However, the accounting records of the US company are in the US dollars, so this invoice will need to be converted into US dollars for recording it in the accounting records. On that date, the invoice is issued to be exchanged at a rate between British pounds and US dollars as one pound is equal to 1.54 USD. So, okay, so we got that trans transactional detail. Um, that's what we need. Um, so one pound on that day is a spot rate of uh, 1.54 USD. This, remember this detail for sure, like circle it, whatever you want to do to make your life easier on the case uh, example, if it's given in a case scenario. Okay, so date of transaction, it's number, entry number one, use spot rate on the date the journal entry to record the sale is this 
the general entry to record the date on that on that spot rate that we mentioned 1.54 USD for one pound. Um, it's going to be uh, debit accounts receivable at 15,400. So it would be 1.54 USD times 10,000, well, which was our which was our uh, invoice amount for 10,000 US uh, pounds that we purchased, that, that, you, that the US company issues um, the invoice to in the amount of pounds to the UK company. And now we're transferring it into USD pounds because our company is following US gap and we are in the US. Okay, well, made those assumptions clear. Now, the debit accounts receivable is 15,400. That's the conversion 1.5, uh, 1.54 USD times 10,000 pounds. That's the conversion USD. Okay, when the financial statements are prepared, use spot rate on the date. On the first financial statement date following the sale, the spot rate is one pound equals to 1.56, the USD, US dollar value of the sale in the now 10,000 times 1.56. So notice that spot rate has changed on when the financial statements are being prepared. So we're going to use the spot rate. Uh, you can search it at a bank or a fed federal bank or your um, whatever bank is the most trusted. Um, like I just go by the government of Canada bank, like the national bank um, exchange rates and then take an average of like a week and then use that as my spot rate for the day. Um, so there's like less um, variation for error, or like probability of not getting close to the to a realistic number. But remember, it's it, it's accounting, so uh, sometimes we have to use our best judgment, and this is where you do that, like for yourself when you're looking at the spot rate or exchange rates online and picking the bank for it. So go with the federal bank, and uh, yeah, back to the spot rate is one pound is equal to. 1.56 USD dollars times that by 10,000. It's going to give you 15,600. This will represent a gain of 200 for the US company. Okay, so see, we started initially with 1.54 spot rate. On the day of the financial statements preparation, spot rate change jumped up by, uh, jumped up by two cents. So it's going to give, uh, times that by 10,000, it's going to give you a gain of 200. Makes a huge difference. Two hundred in in the day that you're preparing that uh, financial statement. Well, not a huge difference could be an immaterial item, but still you want to account for that because accounting is really really detail oriented, and you want to be, um, you know these these things could add up down the road. And if there is another zero by that number of purchase, then it would have easily went up to like two thousand, right? And two thousand is coming closer to a material item that you should account for and pay, pay more attention to, you know. So anyways, be a good accountant, you know. <laughs> so pay attention to that detail. The journal entry to record the gain is as follows. Okay, now the fun part. Um, so general entry for that gain of $200 is going to be debit accounts receivable, $200, and credit unrealized foreign currency gain, $200. Okay, perfect. Just all got that, I hope. Now we're going to move into the next scenario of the same question. So this is the date that the invoice gets paid. And on that date, 
guess what's happening? Spot rate is going to be different. It's going to be $1.54 USD per one pound. The value of the receivable is now 10,000 times 1.54 um, per pound of uh, USD. So that's going to give you 15,200. Therefore, the currency loss. So now it's going into a loss. Remember, we were at the day, day of preparation of financial statement. We were sitting at a spot rate of 1.56, right? 1.56, which gave us 15. 1600 and now it went down to 15200 because our spot rate is at 1.52 um so the value of the receivable at the, the last statement date is it's a 400 difference okay i see i see so if you subtract 15600 minus 15200 it's going to be a 400 400 400 dollars difference the entries to recognize that loss are the following okay Debit unrealized foreign currency loss for 400, credit accounts receivable for 400. Again, debit unrealized foreign currency loss for 400, and credit accounts receivable for 400. Okay, now let's see what the next scenario says in the same foreign currency and text uh, context question. Since this $200 is now our realized loss, the company transfers the net loss in the two accounts to the realized foreign currency loss account. Okay, so now they're transferring the $200 loss into the foreign currency loss accounts. And what would be the general entries for that? First one, you're going to take the uh, realized foreign currency loss of $200. You can debit that. And then you're going to take the next unrealized foreign currency gain of $200. And then um, it's going to balance out to credit of unrealized foreign currency loss at 400. So remember, in our last scenario, we had a loss of $400, right? That's what's crediting our balance. And we're transferring the two two things that happened above that, uh, which was the first thing that happened was, uh, like I said, it was um, first, it was the valuation um, entry, which is debit, cash, and debit accounts receivable, which would be cash for $10,000 USD and then accounts receivable for $10,000 USD. And then what happened was that uh, the general entry transaction spot rate was changing. Okay, the first spot rate, rate had a difference of $200, right? And the second spot rate had a difference of $200 again. So those are the two entries. So first part rate has a difference of $200 that was realized foreign currency loss of $200 and then unrealized foreign currency gain of $200 because it jumped from 1.54 to 1.56, $200 gain, and then went back $200 loss. And then we're crediting, it, crediting all that into unrealized foreign currency loss of 400 to pretty much I would say safe to say to close that account to foreign currency, not close, but like to balance it out because it says since the $200 is now a realized loss, the company transfers the net loss in the account to realized foreign currency loss account. Okay, that's pretty, pretty legit. Uh, makes all sense to me now. As I'm explaining it to you, it overall like makes it crystal clear, you know. The next step is to record the receipt of the um $10,000 pound at the spot exchange rate of 1 pound equals 1.52 as follows 
USD dollars. Okay, so let's say if it was the other way around, if it was like a purchase made by the UK company and they were keeping it for their book, so what would their book look like, right? So you would do the whole thing again, do the valuation part. Spot rate is at 1.52. The valuation entry on their side would be debit cash 15,200 15, and credit accounts receivable 15,200. Okay. That sums up our question for foreign currency, the key giveaways. Remember the spot rates, spot rates, and you're dealing with two companies. One is in the UK, one is in the US. First, we were looking at the books of the US company because they were dealing with the transactional detail of recording everything based off the spot rate. First spot rate was at the date when the company received the invoice, right? So we are doing that right away we're doing that accounts receivable and we're debiting that accounts receivable right and then the next one was when the company was preparing its financial spot financial statements and then that that had a different spot rate on that date right so we went to the bank side and we got the spot rate average and that made us have a gain of 200 dollars and debit accounts receivable so unrealized gain of foreign currency at 200 dollars right and the third time we're trying to pay it, but the spot rate was again different. So then we went into um, the exchange rate, rate uh, website, took an average for that day, past two, three days, or you can just take directly for that day, right? So depending on your accounting policy. And then we went into the third day when the invest was getting paid and spot rate was again different. And that day we actually went down to a loss of $400, an unrealized foreign currency loss of $400, and a credit to accounts receivable for that. And lastly, we went into um, we went into the company transfers the net loss in the accounts to the realized foreign currency loss account. First, debit unrealized foreign currency loss at 200, and then the second thing that happened with unrealized foreign currency gain at 200 and close it all up to credit unrealized foreign currency loss at 400. And then we went to the UK side, UK company side, and looking at their invoice, which was made in pounds, uh, we're gonna spot rate it. Spot rate for USD that day was 1.52, the original spot rate. So that's gonna give you 15,200 debit cash, 15,200, credit accounts receivable, 15,200. And this is just one problem. You gotta do like at least two, three to get really, really like mastered at it, you know? Anyways, I'm gonna shot this podcast. Just summing up foreign currency transactional um, exercise for CMA part two and uh, the general entries that it entails because before that I did not see any general entries. So, the basics is just beyond at this point. It's just when it comes to apparently when it comes to foreign currency and financial statement analysis, um, the general entry has become alive and you have to be accountable for those. Anyways, Faran, take it easy. Salavista, peace.